a big Jolon true to our library customers, trivia aficionados, and all of you trekkers out there. My name is Mike, and I'd like to welcome you to Trivia Time. This program is part of a series that's being brought to you by the EBPL podcast and by the East Brunswick Public Library, the crown jewel of Middlesex County. As a longtime trekker, I'm really looking forward to today's trivia theme. As you may have guessed, all of today's trivia questions relate to the Star Trek universe. The questions cover the original series, the golden age of Trek, which I label as Trek TV from the late 80s through the early aughts, new wave Trek, which includes Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, and Prodigy, and the Star Trek films. In deference to my extreme fandom, our four categories will have 10 questions instead of the usual five. For those of you playing along at home, the rules are simple. There are four trivia rounds. Each round has 10 questions. Most questions are worth 10 points each, but there are a few bonus points questions that can earn you more points. I will read each question twice, and I will repeat each question one more time at the end of the round before giving you the correct answer. Listeners playing at home should write their answers down on a piece of paper and keep track of the correct answers they get. At the end of the game, the person with the most points wins. Any ties must be resolved by debating whether Captain Kirk or Captain Picard is the better Star Trek captain. And now, without further ado, engage. Sorry, I just always wanted to say that. Beginning with round one, the original series, for a total of 110 points. Round one, question one. What is Captain Kirk's middle name? Question one, what is Captain Kirk's middle name? Question two, in the episode, The Man Trap, what substance did the M113 creature Drain from humans. Round one, question two. In the episode, The Man Trap, what substance did the M113 creature drain from humans? Question three. Actor Mark Leonard portrayed the first Romulan commander encountered by the Enterprise and later played which famous Vulcan? Round one, question three. Actor Mark Leonard portrayed the first Romulan commander encountered by the Enterprise and later played which famous Vulcan? Question four. In the landmark original series episode, The City on the Edge of Forever, an accidental overdose of what drug drove Dr. McCoy into a paranoid state? Question four. In the landmark episode, The City on the Edge of Forever, an accidental overdose of what drug drove Dr. McCoy into a paranoid state? Question five is a bonus points question and again deals with the city on the edge of forever. Question five. In the city on the edge of forever, who was the social worker Kirk fell in love with when he was stranded in time in the 1930s? Who was the social worker Kirk fell in love with when he was stranded in time in the 1930s. And 
for an extra 10 points, which famous actress played her? In the city on the edge of forever, who was a social worker Kirk fell in love with when he was stranded in time in the 1930s? And for an extra 10 points, which famous actress played her? Question 6. The advanced Metron race forced Captain Kirk to fight a representative of which species in the episode Arena? Question 6. The advanced Metron race forced Captain Kirk to fight a representative of which species in the episode Arena? Question 7. Which iconic Star Trek villain reportedly got his name because Gene Roddenberry was trying to get the attention of a former friend he served with in World War II. Question 7. Which iconic Star Trek villain reportedly got his name because Gene Roddenberry was trying to get the attention of a former friend he served with in World War II? Question 8. In the episode Metamorphosis, what 200-year-old pioneer of Earth's space program did Kirk encounter? Round 1, question 8. In the episode Metamorphosis, what 200-year-old pioneer of Earth's space program did Kirk encounter? Round 1, question 9. What was the card game Kirk taught the Iotians in the episode A Piece of the Action? Question 9. What was the card game Kirk taught the Iotians in the episode A Piece of the Action? And finally, round one, question 10. Which original series episode featured the first interracial kiss on network television? Question 10. Which original series episode featured the first interracial kiss on network television? All right, that will do it for round one, the original series. Let's recap the answers. Question one. What is Captain Kirk's middle name? Tiberius. Question two. In the episode The Man Trap, what substance did the M113 creature drain from humans? That was salt. Three. Mark Leonard portrayed Sarek, the famous Vulcan and also Spock's dad. Question four. In the landmark episode The City on the Edge of Forever, an accidental overdose of cordrazine drove Dr. McCoy into a paranoid state. The answer is cordrazine. Question five, our first bonus points question. In the city on the edge of forever, who was the social worker Kirk fell in love with when he was stranded in time in the 1930s? The character name was Edith Keeler. And for an extra 10 points, which famous actress portrayed her? That was Joan Collins. Question six. The advanced Metron race forced Captain Kirk to fight a representative of which species in the episode Arena? That was the Gore. And if you haven't seen the episode yet, I would move quickly because they're often Gorn in 60 seconds. Sorry, a terrible joke, but the Gorn are my all-time favorite Star Trek race. Question seven. Which iconic Star Trek villain reportedly got his name because Gene Roddenberry was trying to get the attention of a former friend 
he served with in World War II? The answer is Khan Noonien Singh. And supposedly Roddenberry's friend was named Kim Noonien Singh. Question 8. Kirk encountered Zephram Cochran in the episode Metamorphosis, who was later played by James Cromwell in the excellent Star Trek First Contact movie. Number 9. What was the card game Kirk taught the Iotians in the piece of the action? That was Fizzbin. And number 10, the original series episode which featured the first interracial kiss on television was Plato's Stepchildren. All right, we're going to jump ahead in time a little bit to the golden age of Trek. Again, these questions all deal with Star Trek television from the late 80s through early 2000s. Question number one. What did the Android data almost never use? Question one. What did the Android data almost never use? Question two. Which Klingon culinary dish is best served alive? Question two. Which Klingon culinary dish is best served alive? Question three. Which human beverage did Worf once call a warrior's drink? Question three. Which human beverage did Worf once call a warrior's drink? Question four is another bonus points question. Which famous movie actress had an uncredited recurring role as the bartender Guinan on the Enterprise D? Again, question four, round two. Which famous movie actress had an uncredited recurring role as the bartender Guinan on the Enterprise D? For 10 extra points, Guinan was a member of which alien race? So I'll repeat all parts of question number four. Which famous movie actress had an uncredited recurring role as the bartender Guinan on the Enterprise D? And for an extra 10 points, Guinan was a member of which alien race? In question five, in Deep Space Nine, what do Bajorans call the stable wormhole that was discovered in 2370? For an extra 10 points, what do the Bajorans call the aliens who live in that wormhole? Again, question five. In Deep Space Nine, what do Bajorans call the stable wormhole that was discovered in 2370? And for 10 extra points, what do the Bajorans call the aliens who live in that wormhole? Six. Where does Constable Odo normally sleep? End question six. Where does Constable Odo normally sleep? Question seven. In the mirror universe, which position did Kira Nerys hold? Round two, question seven. In the mirror universe, which position did Kira Nerys hold? 18 is yet another bonus points question. Which obsequious race serves as the middle managers for the founders of the Dominion? Which obsequious race serves as the middle managers for the founders of the Dominion? And for 10 extra points, 
Name the lead administrator who serves the female changeling leading dominion operations in the Alpha Quadrant. So again, question eight, which obsequious race serves as the middle managers for the founders of the dominion? And for 10 extra points, name the lead administrator who serves the female changeling leading dominion operations in the Alpha Quadrant. Question nine, name the notorious Star Trek Voyager episode where Lieutenant Tom Paris and Captain Shameway temporarily evolve into space lizards and end up having lizard babies. Yes, you heard that question correctly. Round two, question nine. Name the notorious Star Trek Voyager episode where Lieutenant Tom Paris and Captain Janeway temporarily evolve into space lizards and end up having lizard babies. And to cap off round two, question 10. Which project, led by Starfleet Command in the Alpha Quadrant, eventually succeeded in establishing the first two-way communication with Voyager and the Delta Quadrant? In question 10, which project, led by Starfleet Command in the Alpha Quadrant, eventually succeeded in establishing the first two-way communication with Voyager and the Delta Quadrant? All right, recapping the answers to round two, the golden age of Trek. Number one, what did the Android data almost never use? We were going for contractions here. Although I suppose if you said emotions, we'll give that to you. Round two, question two, which Klingon culinary dish is best served alive? That would be guff which is essentially a living worm type of dish, which sounds gross, but hey, it's still better than eating a Chipotle. Round two, question three, which human beverage did Worf once call a warrior's drink? That would be prune juice. Question four, bonus points question. Whoopi Goldberg had an uncredited recurrent role as Guinan on the Enterprise D. And for an extra 10 points, Guinan was an Elorian, E-L-A-U-R-I-A-N. Round two, question five. In Deep Space Nine, what did Bajorans call the stable wormhole that was discovered in 2370? They called it the Celestial Temple. And for 10 extra points, what do the Bajorans call the aliens who live in that wormhole? They call them the Prophets. Round two, question six. Where does Constable Odo normally sleep? He sleeps in a bucket. Round two, question seven. In the mirror universe, Kira Nariz is referred to as the Intendant. Bonus points question on number eight. The obsequious race that serves as the middle managers for the founders are the Vorta. And for 10 extra points, the lead administrator who serves the female changeling is known as Weyun, who was played to absolute perfection by Jeffrey Combs. Round two, question nine. Name the notorious Star Trek Voyager episode where Lieutenant Tom Paris and Captain Janeway temporarily evolve into space lizards and end up having lizard babies. That would be Threshold. And finally, question 10 in round two. 
which project, led by Starfleet Command in the Alpha Quadrant, eventually succeeded in establishing the first two-way communication with Voyager in the Delta Quadrant. That was the Pathfinder project. Moving on to round three, New Wave Trek. So this is essentially everything that was on CBS All Access slash Paramount Plus, which includes Star Trek Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, and Prodigy. Round three, question one. Which Star Trek Discovery character is infamously referred to as Starfleet's first mutineer? Round three, question one. Which Star Trek Discovery character is infamously referred to as Starfleet's first mutineer? Round three, question two. Saru, who is stationed aboard both the USS Shenzhou and the USS Discovery, is a Kelpian from the planet Kaminar. Name the predator race that culls and eats the Kelpians. Question two. Saru, who is stationed aboard both the USS Shenzhou and the USS Discovery, is a Kelpian from the planet Kaminar. Name the predator race that culls and eats the Kelpians. Round three, question three. What type of drive does the USS Discovery use to jump across large galactic distances? Question three. What type of drive does the USS Discovery use to jump across large galactic distances? Round three, question four. Where does Admiral Jean-Luc Picard initially live after resigning from Starfleet? Question four, where does Admiral Jean-Luc Picard initially live after resigning from Starfleet? Question five, which all-female Romulan warrior sect follows a philosophy called the Way of Absolute Cantor? Round three, question five, which all-female Romulan warrior sect follows a philosophy called the Way of Absolute Cantor? Number six, who is the human son of famous android creator Umian Soong? Again, number six, who is the human son of famous android creator Noonien Soong? Round three, question seven. Which vigilante group does Seven of Nine eventually join after returning to the Alpha Quadrant with the crew of the USS Voyager? Number seven, which vigilante group the Seven of Nine eventually join after returning to the Alpha Quadrant with the crew of the USS Voyager? Question eight. This character is the daughter of Captain Carol Freeman on the show Lower Decks. Round three, question eight. This character is the daughter of Captain Carol Freeman on the show Lower Decks. Round three, question nine. Which oft underestimated race built a club ship that destroyed the USS Solvang in the season one finale of Lower Decks? Number nine, which oft underestimated race built a club ship that destroyed the USS Solvang in the season one finale of Lower Decks? And finally, question 10. 
the USS Protostar, launched under the command of which Starfleet captain? Number 10. The USS Protostar, launched under the command of which Starfleet captain? All right, time to recap round three in the Wave Trek. Question one. Which Star Trek Discovery character is infamously referred to as Starfleet's first mutineer? The answer, of course, is Michael Burnham. Question two. The predator race that culls and eats the Kelpians is called the Ba'ul. Round three, question three. What type of drive does a USS Discovery used to jump across large galactic distances. The official name is the Displacement Activated Spore Hub Drive, although we would also accept Spore Drive. Round three, question four. Where does Admiral Jean-Luc Picard initially live after resigning from Starfleet? We would accept his family vineyard or just Chateau Picard. Number five. Which all-female Romulan warrior sect follows a philosophy called the Way of Absolute Candor? That would be the Kowat Milot. Number six, Alton Inigo Soong is the human son of famous android creator Nudian Soong. Get it? A.I. Soong. A little bit of meta-humor there. Round three, question seven. Which vigilante group the Seven of Nine eventually join after returning to the Alpha Quadrant with the crew of the USS Voyager? That would be the Fenris Rangers. Round three, question eight. This character is the daughter of Captain Carol Freeman on the show Lower Decks. That's Ensign Beckett Mariner, who serves with her mother aboard the Cerritos. Question nine. Which oft-underestimated race built a clump ship that destroyed the USS Sylvang in the season one finale of Lower Decks. That would be the Packleds. And finally, question 10. The USS Protostar launched under the command of Captain Chakotay. All right, and we are at our final round, round four, Star Trek at the movies. This category covers the films that featured the original series crew, the Next Generation crew, and the later reboot films that followed. Round four, question one. In 2009, the satirical online newspaper, The Onion, quipped that the Star Trek reboot film helmed by this director was bashed by Trekkies as fun and watchable. Round four, question one. In 2009, the satirical online newspaper The Onion quipped that the Star Trek reboot film held by this director was bashed by Trekkies as fun and watchable. Round 4, Question 2. At the beginning of Star Trek The Motion Picture, what Vulcan ritual was Spock undergoing? Round 4, Question 2. At the beginning of Star Trek The Motion Picture, what Vulcan ritual was Spock undergoing? Round four, question three. What ship was Chekhov assigned to at the beginning of Star Trek II? Round four, question three. What ship was Chekhov assigned to at the beginning of Star Trek II? Round four, question four. 
What type of propulsion did USS Excelsior boast in Star Trek III, The Search for Spock? In round four, question five, what whale species did the crew of the Enterprise need to answer the alien probe signal in Star Trek IV? Round four, question five, what whale species did the crew of the Enterprise need to answer the alien probe signal in Star Trek IV? Question six, where did the Federation Klingon peace talks take place in Star Trek VI? Question six, where did the Federation Klingon peace talks take place in Star Trek VI? Round four, question seven. The USS Enterprise NCC-1701E is what class of ship? Number seven, the USS Enterprise NCC-1701E is what class of ship? And Starfleet or Federation do not count as the answers for this. What class of ship? Question eight. What was the name of the first warp-capable ship on Earth? Question eight. What was the name of the first warp-capable ship on Earth? Question nine. In Star Trek Into Darkness, what alias did Benedict Cumberbatch's Khan use at the beginning of the film? Round four, question nine. In Star Trek Into Darkness, what alias did Benedict Cumberbatch's Khan use at the beginning of the film? And finally, round four, question 10. Which Federation Starbase plays a key role in Star Trek Beyond? Again, question 10. Which Federation Starbase plays a key role in Star Trek Beyond? All right, recapping round four, Star Trek at the movies. Round four, question one. J.J. Abrams helmed the Star Trek reboot film, bashed by Trekkies as fun and watchable. I kid, I kid. Question number two. At the beginning of Star Trek The Motion Picture, Spock was undergoing the Vulcan ritual Kolinar. Question three. Chekhov was assigned to the USS Reliant at the beginning of Star Trek II. Question four. What type of propulsion did the USS Excelsior boast in Star Trek III, The Search for Spock? The answer is transwarp propulsion. And as any hardcore trucker will let you know, the definition of transwarp has shifted significantly over the years and through the various sequels. Question five, what whale species did the crew of the Enterprise need to answer the alien probe signal in Star Trek IV? That would be the humpback whale. And the two whales in that movie were nicknamed George and Gracie. Round four, question six, the Federation Klingon peace talks took place at Camp Kittimer in Star Trek VI. Number seven, the USS Enterprise NCC-1701-E is a Sovereign-class ship. Number eight, the name of the first warp-capable ship built on Earth was the Phoenix. Question nine, in Star Trek Into Darkness, what alias did Benedict Cumberbatch's Khan use at the beginning of the film? The alias was John Harrison. And finally, round four, question 10. 
Which Federation starbase plays a key role in Star Trek Beyond? That was a starbase Yorktown. And this concludes the Star Trek theme episode of Trivia Time. I'd like to thank all of you who traveled through the Bajoran wormhole to be here today. As always, I'd like to thank our adult programming librarian, Melissa Bozik, who skillfully edited this podcast. Remember that the EBPL podcast can be listened to at ebpl.org slash podcast or wherever fine occasional podcasts can be found. Thank you, and as always, live long and prosper. <laughs>